Welcome to A Word Explosion. All is brought to you by Lighthouse of Faith Ministries International in Montego Bay, Jamaica. I'm your host, Avery, and we are happy that you have joined us. Get ready. It's time to hear some words of wisdom from today's speaker, Reverend Sidney Ward, and he's going to share with us on the topic, The Word or the World. Blessed be the name of our Lord Jesus. Well, let me take this opportunity to welcome you all once again. It's time for the word and um, to our pastors away from us once again. But we know your spirit is here with us. And those of you, all of church members, I know your spirit are here with us and cheering us on. Amen. So we, we greet you in the precious name of Jesus. And we thank you for tuning in, those on the social media platform, Facebook, YouTube. We welcome you and trust at the end of, our, of the word, there will be a sign, you will get a sign, a touch, a change, a transformation, amen, by his word. Praise the Lord. The... Let me just also say that we, we had a Thursday night, our prayer meeting. We, we had a, a session change there, which um, I think it was just a tremendous time. Um, the, the sharing, I don't know what the other groups, Went on in the other groups, but I heard Pastor Nolan mention that it was great. It was a great time, but in, in the group that I was responsible for, we I mean it was such a blessing to to hear the, the testimonies of those that are going through the this time, the, going through this pandemic, and the the different challenges that the it it, it brings, but the the the, the, the the, the overcoming spirit that is so evident as the challenges come, as the, as the not knowing what next happens, to see you all standing and declaring and seeing God move in your circumstances. God is for us. Amen? God is for us. And um, we, 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 we just want to thank God. Um, for what he's doing and knowing that this pandemic did not take him by surprise amen there's a i think there's a scripture which speaks about the 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 if if he had known the enemy if he had known he would not have crucified and and and, and let me tell you something that if the enemy knew what this what he did and what the repercussions are right now because it is stated by fact that there has never been so the word of God going forth now 
as never, like never before. Amen. Reaching, reaching, reaching far and wide. Those never used to come to church, the word is now going to where they are. Amen. If the enemy had known. But God is always ahead of whatever the enemy tries. Amen. Let me pray. Father, thank you. Thank you once again, mighty God, for this opportunity. I present myself to you, Lord. I humble myself before you. And Father, in the name of Jesus, not by might, nor by power, but by your spirit, rise up and live big within me. Let, my, let me speak your word. Let your anointing come. And upon the words that would go forth, Father, let, 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 let your word come like a hammer that will crush everything that is not of you. Let your word come, God, that will bring transformation, that will bring renewing of minds, that will stop someone in their track this day to turn and say of a truth, there is a God. Let your word come. Let your word come. Let your word come this day, Father. And bring about heaven. Let heaven rejoice this day. Father, to you I look. To you we look. As we thank you and praise you and give you the glory now. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. All right, so let me start by saying we are living in the greatest time in the history of the church called the body of Christ. And for those of us who understand this suggestion, I believe we'll join in to say we are happy that we were not born in the 15 or the 14. How long? But would joyfully agree that we are in the kingdom of God for such a time as this. Amen. Representing a generation that great men before our time desired to see. Amen. They, 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 they saw these glorious times prophetically. And here we are in full partakers, being full partakers of his divine calling. And fully enlisted in his army. Powered up with his word. We are armed and dangerous. And that God has chosen us to usher in and to reveal his glory in the earth and to this world. So let the redeemed of the Lord Say so. Amen. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And what we're going to say, I am redeemed. I am redeemed. And I'm redeemed for such a time as this. Amen. So Joel the prophet prophesied about these days. Hallelujah. He says these are the days when he's pouring out his spirit upon all flesh. Amen. He's pouring out his spirit upon all flesh. And watch what God is doing, people. 
He's pouring it out. Amen. So, if you permit me, Pastor Nolan, I know you're hearing me. But if you permit me, however, however, if you permit me or not, I would like to piggyback on your text of last Sunday, which spoke explicitly of the keys for predictable success. But man of God, the greatest key, if you will agree with me, which I know you will, is the word. Is the word. And as one preacher, famous preacher T.D. Jake says, if we work the word, the word will work for you. Hence the topic of my text, the word or the world. Amen. The word or the world. And if you notice, there's only one letter that's differentiate between word and world. But we go there, that's for another time. Also, Jesus or the devil. Amen. That's where we are now. And we have been taught that Jesus and his word are one. Amen. So what, what's, what's, what, what our responsibility is as believers is to make sure we have the word inside of us. The times we are living in, no family, it is the word that's going to take us forth. It is the word that's going to give us success. It is the word that's going to give us victory. Are you there? And I love the scriptures. I love the scriptures. And in John 1 verse 1 to 5, it says, In the beginning the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him. And nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created. And his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness can never extinguish it. That's the word. Psalm 119 speaks about how can a young man stay pure? How can a young woman stay pure? Only by living in the word of God and walking in its truth. I've longed for you with passion of my heart. Don't let me stray from your directions. I consider your word to be my greatest, ple my greatest treasure. Amen. And I treasure it in my heart to keep me from committing sins, treason against you. That's the word. Psalm 119, 105, which says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Amen. We're going somewhere. For the, and Hebrews 4 verse 12 says, For the word of God, for the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword. I like this version. It is, it is sharper than any two-edged sword. Cutting between soul and spirit. Joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked 
and exposed before his eyes. And he's the one to whom we are accountable. One last one. It says, the grass withers. Are you there? The grass withers and the flowers fade. But the word of God, come on. The word of God stands forever. Amen. I saw this the other day and I just thought it was just a tremendous story going somewhere. The story is told of, I remember, it's a story. Amen? What we get, what we need to get from the story. The story is told of the two, of two, the two donkeys that were conversing in Jerusalem after Palm Sunday. The one that Jesus rode on was telling the other that the day before Jesus rode on his back into Jerusalem and how the people came out to welcome him with palm leaves and spread their clothes and we all remember that tremendous triumphant walking into Jerusalem. And it was a great welcome. And the donkey says, but today nobody remembers me. The other donkey said, that's how it is, my friend. Without Jesus, you are nothing. Without Jesus, you are nothing. And I dare say, without the word, you are nothing. Are you with me? So I thought of this passage of scripture that I believe by the Spirit of God would encourage a clear distinction between what obeying the word can do for us over against when we disobey. And I must tell you, this is one of my favorite scriptures. This scripture has ordered my life. This scripture has really transformed my life. Deuteronomy chapter 8. And those of us who have been around me for some time will know so Deuteronomy chapter 8, I'm going to read it from the NLT. It says, be careful to obey all the commands I'm giving you today. Then you will live and multiply, and you will enter and occupy the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. Remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness for these 40 years, humbling you and testing you to prove your character. To find out whether or not you would obey his word. Or obey his commands. Amen. Yes, he humbled you by letting you go hungry. And then feed, feeding you with manna. A food previously unknown to you and to your ancestors. He did it to teach you. He did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone. Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Amen? He did it to teach you. He did it to teach me. He did it to teach us that people do not live by bread alone, 
Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Amen? For all these 40 years, and it just goes on to show what the word of the Lord can do. For all these 40 years, your clothes didn't wear out, and your feet didn't blister or swell. Think about it. Just as a parent disciplines a child, the Lord, your God, disciplines you for your own good. So obey the commands of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land of flowing streams and pools of water with fountains and spring that gush out of the valley and hills. It is a land of wheat and barley, of grapevines, fig trees and pumpkins, of olive oil and honey. It is a land where food is plentiful and nothing is lacking. It is a land where iron is as common as stone and copper is abundant in the hills. When you have eaten your fill, be sure to praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. I'm reading on some more. Because I find this very, very practical, family. But that, verse 11, but that is the time to be careful. Beware that in your plenty you do not forget the Lord your God and disobey his commands, his regulations and decrees that I'm giving you today. For when you have become full and prosperous and have built fine homes to live in, and when your flocks and herds have become very large and your silver and gold have multiplied along with everything else, be careful. Do not become proud at that time and forget the Lord your God who rescued you from slavery in the land of Egypt. Do not forget that he led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with its poisonous snakes and scorpions where it was so hot and dry. He gave you water from the rock. He fed you with manna in the wilderness, a food unknown to your ancestors. He did this to humble you and to test you for your own good. Amen? Amen? He did this all so you would never say to yourself, I have achieved this wealth with my own strength and energy. Verse 18, remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenant he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. Verse 19, but I assure you of this, if you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods, worshipping and bowing down to them, you will certainly be destroyed. Just as the Lord has destroyed other nations in your path, you will be destroyed if you refuse to obey the Lord your God. You will be destroyed if you, if you, if you refuse to obey the word of the Lord your God. Amen. I could stop here. 
because this explicitly speaks of what the word is, what the word can do, what the, what the full package of what God's word is to us. This passage of scripture speaks of the children of Israel moving from the land of not enough to just enough to more than enough. Amen? However, the question therefore is are we willing to let the word of God take us into the land of more than enough? Or do you want to go back to the bondage in Egypt? If you, if not, if not, are you willing to let the word of God be your ultimate guide? Are you willing to allow the word of God to be the searchlight in your, in, in your lives? Are we willing to let the word of God mold us? Are we willing to allow the word of God to conform us to his will? Are we willing to allow the word of God to transform us? Are we willing to allow the word of God to renew our minds? Are we willing to allow the word of God to renew our thinking? Are we willing to, to, to be humbled like Jacob? Are we willing to be broken like David? When he said, after going through what he went through, he said, he, he, he said a broken and a contrite heart. Oh God, you will not despise are you willing to let the word of God be your final answer? You see, family, we are, we are at a crucial time in, in our own lives right now. We are at a crucial time in the history of the church. A lot of things are happening. The church is under serious attack right now in many countries through Europe. They, 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 I, saw, I saw a video the other day where the church, I think it's you posted Donovan, where, where the churches now in Europe have become empty. They have been used as, as, as um, gym, 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 gymnasiums. They are, I mean, it's just pathetic. But family, hear me and hear me good. If we don't stand on the word of God, if we don't believe the word of God, if we not allow the word of God to make our, our final decision and the word of God to get into us, just as what is read in, 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 the, in the last part of Deuteronomy here, we will be destroyed. We will be destroyed. We will be destroyed. But God in his faithfulness don't want to destroy us. 
What God wants from us is to draw us to himself. But it comes with a cost. It comes at a cost. It comes at a cost. In, in, in Deuteronomy earlier on, it says, God tests you. He tested them to see what is in your heart. Whether you're going to keep his commandments or not. And he suffered you to hunger. He suffered you to hunger. And the testing circumstances that we are all going through is not to destroy you. It's to bring you into God's purpose. It's to bring you into that land because if, you, if, 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 if you're not prepared for, what, for that good land, when you get into the land, you will be destroyed. So accept the discipline. Accept the discipline. This, the scripture says that as a father uh, 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 disciplined his, 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 his son, so the Lord, so does the Lord God discipline you. Yeah? Men, uh, in, 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 in Hebrews, I think it's Hebrews, it said the, the, the discipline is not, is not nice. Come on, are you with me? The discipline is not nice. Yeah, because we, 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 we have a flesh. My God, my God. We have a flesh here that if we, that, that it wants his, it, its own desire. Yeah, my God, what a fight. What a battle we have with this flesh. Paul, Paul you know, and what is these great leaders? Paul, the apostle. He, he, he said, the things I want to do Come on, the things I want to do, I do them not. But the things I must not do, come on, are the things that are pulling me, that are driving me. Oh, family, we can't afford that to, to, to take what, we, what, what we're not supposed to do to control us. We have to get to that point and feed. My God, my God. We have to get to the point where we feed ourselves with the word of God. What you feed yourself with, that's what you become. Come on. Whatsoever you feed yourself with, that's what you become. See? I love the scriptures because many times you have people out there with a lot of um, philosophies and they are there. Yeah? Well, what, 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 when the scripture um, written how many years ago can tell you exactly what's happening to us today. One more scripture. We have a few, but let me, let me, let me just, and I think this is so profound. Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 18. I know I didn't give the, 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 the media room this one. But Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 1. The Lord gave another message to Jeremiah. He said, go down to the potter's shop and I will speak to you there. So I did as he told me 
and found the potter working on his wheel. But the jar he was making did not turn out as he had hoped. So he crushed it into a lump of clay again and started over. Then the Lord gave me this message. O Israel, can I do to you as this potter has done to his clay? As the clay is in the, in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand. If I announce that a certain nation or kingdom is to be uprooted, torn down, and destroyed, but then that nation renounces its evil ways, I will not destroy it as I had planned. And if I announce that I will plant and build up a certain nation or kingdom, and that nation turns to evil and refuse to obey me, I will not bless it as I said I would. Therefore, Jeremiah, go and warn all Judah and Jerusalem, and I dare say, warn Jamaica. Say to them, this, it, this is what the Lord says. I am planning disaster for you instead of good. So turn from your evil ways, each of you, and do what is right. And do what is right. But the people replied. Verse 12. It's not me say so. Verse 12. Don't waste your breath. We will continue to live as we want to. Stubbornly following our own evil desires. But the people replied, don't waste your breath. We will continue to live as we want to. Stubbornly following our own evil desires. Hey! Hey! So the question is, Where do you fall? What's your decision? The word or the world? Amen. Where do you fall? What's your decision? The word or the world? Thank you for listening. If you found value and was blessed by this word, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with others. You can find us on social media at Lighthouse of Faith Ministries International. Let us know how these messages are changing your life. And prepare yourself for another episode of The Word or the World with Reverend Sydney Ward. I'm AJ. Have a great week.